0: Welcome to the Chick Foley Show.
1: What is up, Foley fam? We are keying you guys up for what is, besides WrestleMania, possibly the biggest weekend of wrestling that we're going to have this year. we got some huge shows going down. We're going to discuss all the big matches. uh, But first, let me introduce the stars of the show. Sheena, how you doing?
0: Doing good. Got an ice-cold beverage here. Got a weekend full of wrestling on the horizon, so I'm swell.
1: Marco, how's life up in Massachusetts?
2: Going good, man. It's... uh... Like you said just get ready for the weekend. It's a obviously Memorial Day weekend as well. Get some uh get some places to attend to so wrestling it's it's a, it's looking like it's a perfect weekend uh for us here so
1: All right and Jordan what's happening up in the Midwest?
3: Uh yeah, just same as you guys getting ready for a nice long weekend and lots of wrestling and uh lucky for me no grad parties to ruin my weekend. I was so. about
0: to ask if you had any any grad parties on the agenda for this for this long
3: weekend. <laughs> no, nope, we got a lake day scheduled on Saturday, so I'll be watching nice. uh uh whatever the fuck we're watching this weekend on a delay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you going with all the frat homies?
3: No, 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 no. no. This, <laughs> this, this this will be a family environment.
1: <laughs> why don't you just run an extension cord Down to like the fucking boat dock or whatever And you can just watch the show there Jeez <laughs> yeah, why, why don't I We gotta up your dedication level bro We're gonna have to have a talk after the show But we'll save it for that uh, Sheena tell everybody what's new on the farm
0: Well um, as far as the farm goes We have a new face here hanging out with us For a couple of weeks We are dog sitting for one of Seth's uh, coworkers It's a cute little poodle something uh he's he's a good he's a good boy his name's obi and um i've imprinted on him like i don't know if he can just feel the dog shaped holes in my heart but he has just been like all like if i get up he gets up wherever i go he goes if i leave the house and leave him behind like he's he's whining he's he's all over me and he's
1: yeah he definitely is sheena's shadow for sure
0: so uh yeah so we got a new face on the farm he's been super chill it's been nice having him here so uh that's that's pretty much what's most new here on a uh, Pennyacre backyard farm.
1: You know, it's crazy. My, so it's my friend Dave that we're watching his dog and his dog just got a shout out on an award-winning podcast and he'll never even know about it. Since I, I keep this show completely secret from all my, <laughs> all my real, it's completely kayfabe to all my work friends.
0: Yep. They'll never even know.
1: All right. We want to remind you guys use code chick Foley to save 10% on all your purchases at ringside collectibles and make sure to support The rest of the members of the Pod Foundation, we have coming down the aisle with our boy J-Bone, John Swallow, the Extra Cooler Show. Those guys put out an awesome show. It was actually kind of a nice accompaniment to me and Jordan's Pod Wars episode last week with the best B-shows ever. They talked about the rematch from Great American Bash 1989 when Ric Flair... And Terry Funk fought at Clash of the Champions, and then of course the workhorses of the wrestling podcast industry, the Turnbuckle Tavern. Those mm-hmm. guys are just cranking out the content nonstop. I'm not sure if they have actual jobs, man. I think they need <laughs> to be doing this full time with the amount of amazing content they put out. You know, you would think there would be some quality drop with the amount of shows and YouTube productions they do, but everything's it's only on point, better, man. Yeah, everything's on point, and it's all got its own feel too, man. So really cool what they're doing, and of course they're going to be on Overload this week. Um, with all the coverage of AEW Double or Nothing That's what they specialize in And we want to wish safe travels to our buddy Mike Belcaster And of course the Hawk uh, who are traveling out to uh, to Double or Nothing So I think that's all our plugs out of the way We got some big shows we got to get to So we want to kind of go, uh, go t- no huddle offense on, on the intro Sheena, you got anything else to let the listeners know about before we get into it?
0: Nope, let's roll
1: Fellas, you guys got anything you need to express feelings on before we start?
3: No Nope
1: <laughs> All right. We're going to mix it up a little bit. She's going to kind of run point on uh, the conversation, kind of teeing us up to to go back and forth on a handful of the biggest matches of the weekend. Uh, she's going to be, you know, Nikola Jokic up at the, the top of the key, just dishing off dimes to the rest of us to uh, – to kind of, to kind of spark the conversation. Uh, let's get into it.
0: Yeah, we decided since we have such a huge week of wrestling that we're just going to pick, we're going to pick the highlights. We're going to do a little bit of cherry picking here, and then we'll do a speed round at the end because going match by match for three shows, um, so there's a lot of filler out there. So we want to make sure that we give you guys, you know, the, the quality entertainment that you're looking for. So we're going to start off with Night of Champions. I'm going to start with Seth freaking Rollins. Is AJ freaking Styles. So this is a a um for the you know consolation championship. And uh I want to know what your guys' thoughts are. First of all, I want to know what your thoughts are on AJ kind of taking a little a low-key dig at the at the championship. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, in an interview he said that, you know, basically like this is like a second place prize, and uh, you know, so why is he why is he fighting for it?
1: You know. Uh, you guys, Seth Rollins is my favorite modern wrestler by far. As much love as we showed a Roman in the bloodline. Seth's still my dude. Um, and if you would have asked me 36 hours ago, I was like 99% confident he was leaving with this belt. But then yesterday, I'm mowing the backyard, listened to our good friends over at TP. And they started planting some seeds of doubt because they said it's been so heavy handed and so telegraphed that Seth is going to win this thing. Um, that, you know, maybe it's all set up for a swerve and AJ's going to win. But then I, I heard that same soundbite today that AJ came out and said that about it being a consolation prize. And I feel like maybe that's him just trying to soften the blow when he ends up losing this thing. So yeah. that, that's got me back thinking Seth's going to win. But it I has can't imagine been, if you
0: knew you. I mean, they, you know, we don't even know if they know who's going to win at this point. But uh, I feel like if you knew you were going to win, you wouldn't be taking shots at the title.
1: Yeah, the the build has been Totally one sided man. Like Seth got this four part dramatic mm-hmm. interview on Raw, whereas AJ mm-hmm. got the freaking the Grayson Waller effect <laughs> on SmackDown. So I, I'm thinking Seth's winning this thing, man. How about you guys?
0: Yeah, I'm going with Seth. I know there's a lot of talk out there with his uh, you know, newfound Hollywood career, but I just think you can always depend on Seth Rollins, man. I feel like, and we'll forget, like, you know, he he did that heartfelt, you know, this isn't a part-time championship. Like, whoever has this championship is going to be fighting week in and week out, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, we all know that WWE can just do the men in black effect and just pretend like none of that stuff ever got said, you know? So, even if he does end up going, like, full mainstream Hollywood and go part-time, if he's got this title, like, I mean, what, what are they going to do, you yeah.
2: know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think the whole idea behind that was because Roman was going to kind of go on like a part-time or main event thing. And if they're creating this title as a – kind of like a working man's title, why would you give it to somebody that is pretty much going to do the same thing Roman is going to well, do? True. My,
0: well, my thought was is that they created this title because Roman was going to go on like a little bit of a hiatus and be off TV for a little while with both championships. Yeah. But then they created a new championship and Roman's still around. So it's like, well – what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like now it really does feel like a consolation prize because yeah. if the, if Roman would have been gone, it would have felt a little bit more, it would have had a little bit more clout, but yeah, the fact that he's still around, still swinging both titles around, he's got the raw title, the SmackDown title. And now they have put a new title on raw just because so yeah. it feels kind of awkward.
1: Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't consider it a consolation prize simply for the fact that this was the perfect match to not make it feel that way. Cause Roman hasn't tangled with AJ at all during this run. Nope. And the one time he fought Seth, Seth won by DQ. So I don't, uh, you know, I, I think they picked that. They did it right. If they want to make it not seem like a consolation prize. So yeah. I don't know what AJ was thinking, saying that. I mean, Jordan, you got any kind of reasoning why he would go on, was that on radio or on social media or what? that he said that sheen?
0: He, it was an interview. It wasn't on social media. He was in like a, I can't remember who he did an interview with, but yeah, it was an interview bite.
3: I mean, I still think of it as a consolation prize, like nobody can beat Roman. So here we'll make up this new belt for everybody else to wrestle for. I mean, it's not like Roman has not been part time since the beginning of last year. Like, I mean, what is he, he's had like 12 tile defenses since the beginning of 2022. Um, I I don't know, man, they, they definitely need to have a champion on TV more. So I get the point of that, but it's still a consolation prize to me, but I mean, having these two guys wrestle for it is, it definitely makes it feel bigger. Because I mean AJ, you can basically throw him into anything, and same thing with Seth, and they can make it big. So I'm still excited for this match. I just I see, still see this feel match
0: like- is going to be a banger, like no doubt. Yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm excited for whoever comes out champion on this thing. I mean, I'll, I'll be excited to see either of these guys holding gold. But I think
1: that's what we we talked about this and being the match that they need to have to set this title apart. It needs to be no shenanigans. We don't need to see the OC get involved. Yeah, they just need to go out, and give them 25 minutes to tear the house down, and immediately. Legitimize this belt.
0: Yeah. And I, th- I just feel like they could have done, they should have either just unified the belts and just gave Roman one belt so that that way it doesn't look like he's still carrying around the raw belt. Um, I don't even know why we're calling this the raw belt because AJ's on freaking SmackDown fighting for this belt. If they had on-
1: unified it to one belt, this new belt would make a lot more sense. Yeah. But the yeah. fact that they're still, they've never really said it that they're unified, man. Like mm-hmm. he's holding two different championships. Yeah. They, well, they're, it's, they they they've always left the door open for him to, uh, what do you mean?
2: Well, they when call the, it the they they call both titles the it's the undisputed universal championship. Yeah, they, they don't s- even yeah they say it's the undisputed. Belt. Yeah, so it's, uh, it is technically uh, one. That, I mean, they're saying no, I'm not you're making right. it Yeah, out. technically, yeah, there's, <laughs> I, like I feel like they're kind of
1: one foot in one foot out yeah. on unifying yeah. them. I don't know if they well, want to keep both belts just because they like the visual or they want to leave the door open for splitting them back up down the road. But
2: I think it's, a yeah, it was, we
1: got a multiverse thing going on right now. trying mm-hmm. to keep straight, like what lineage is it, yeah. on all these different oh, titles. And, and I think,
2: I mean, per, I think it's more or less like, I think the world heavyweight championship because they used to, we had this discussion on raw down a few weeks back. They used to call that the the black strap, the like they changed it from like the the WWE Championship one time, then it was the WWE World Heavyweight Championship one time. Then it went back to the WWE Championship, and then it went back to the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Um, but now it seems like just completely got rid of that title for that that the black strap and made it the Universal Championship. So it even it's not even a mention of the World Heavyweight at all. The only world heavyweight that's mentioned is the the new one. So if you go back and like watch any when, when they call the undisputed universal champion champion, they don't even yeah.
0: mention anything about the WWE I mean I get that, but WWE he's still thing. toting around. Uh, yeah, you know two, two titles, and it just looks like you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's I from think visual. I, I think. mean,
1: obviously WWE gets to write the history on this shit. I think that they should have just. This new belt, they should have said that it's picking up the lineage of the big gold belt that got unified by Randy Orton when him and John Cena fought it. Uh, I think Mm. that was Royal Rumble. It was either TLC or Royal Rumble. TLC 2013 or Royal Rumble 14, whatever that was. I thought they
0: mentioned that that was kind of like what the lineage was. I never saw
1: that official. I know they were calling it the same. The belt's obviously a nod to the big gold, and they were calling it the World Heavyweight Championship, but I never saw it like... They don't need to do it on TV because it's so convoluted and confusing to try yeah. to like verbalize it. Just throw up an article on WWE.com announcing it and wrestling will accept it. There'll be people that will complain for yeah. a day saying it doesn't make sense. But, you know, we're wrestling fans. We get we get used to shit and we're, we're pretty forgiving for the most part.
0: Yeah. So, everybody, are we all um, unanimously going with Seth is going to uh, walk away as the new World heavyweight champion. I'm
1: cautiously optimistic Uh, that Seth is going to win the championship. I'm
0: I'm going with Seth. I'm going with Seth. Mm. All right. Yeah. Uh, Marco sounds uncertain. I don't know. I'm
2: I'm with Seth on this one, man. They might pull a swerve and have a... It's been
1: so heavy-handed. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing I'm thinking, dude, just logistically. So, whoever wins has got to go on Raw. AJ's kind of already got some, some coals in the fire for some storylines on SmackDown Mm -hmm. and he's tied with the whole OC. Remember the whole OC got drafted. It wasn't just AJ got drafted to SmackDown. So they're clearly invested in that. Yep. And we're already faction heavy on raw. We already got the judgment day. We got Imperium on raw. Um, so i don't know man and we've I,
0: still we've still yet to even change the women's title so the fact that they would like change people over from one show to, like factions yeah. over from one show to another and we still got Rhea carrying the wrong title for the wrong show and bianca carrying the wrong title yeah
1: so. no no in the draft doesn't mean shit if i'm still just kind of <laughs> looking at the logistics of it i just feel like aj on smackdown makes a lot more sense than yeah. bringing him to raw yeah. and yeah yeah I just, agreed it's they they would almost be doing Seth how they did Cody if they had him lose this match because yeah. the build's been so leading towards him being the new champ.
0: Yeah. And it's Monday Night Rollins, dude. Speaking of that, did you hear that Apple um or Apple T or no Amazon Prime is looking to get Monday Night Raw and SmackDown?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know their contract's up in two years. Yeah. I would I wouldn't be surprised to see them. They'll probably split it. I imagine they'll do it the same they did at this time unless Amazon just Yeah, and they were
0: talking about moving Raw the from trap. Monday night. Wouldn't that be freaking wild, dude? Whoa. Like if they had uh, it on a different night. Like it's still going to be three hours, but they've talked about changing the days around. And I'm like, I don't see
1: any way they move Raw from Monday night. Who said that? that it-
0: um, I was listening to uh, Wrestle Talk today and they were discussing how it was going to. Mon-
1: Monday night, that's an institution, man. That's the reason why Raw has always been the a show, no matter how much promotion they put behind SmackDown. I don't know, Nick-,
0: Nick Khan's all about the freaking money, dude. If the money's right, I feel like he would he would do it. I'm not
1: saying they like, wouldn't like, let some company do it, but any company would be dumb to move wrestling from Monday night, man. Like weird wrestling fans are ingrained to know Monday night is wrestling night. Like yeah. no matter what. Like no matter you could have your dynamite, your smackdowns, your impacts, your collisions. Your rampages, your heats, dude. Monday night is wrestling time. That's going back to fucking like, the early 1980s. So it'd be foolish to take it off Monday nights. But uh, yeah, like you said, money talks.
0: All right. So Seth and Rollins got the nod from the chick Foley show. Let's move on to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus The Bloodline, Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa for the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. Mm. What are your thoughts, Seth? Do you think
1: <laughs> you know? It's, I'm, kinda, I'm not going to bet against Roman. I'm you guys on the know bandwagon me. I'm now, not going to bet against I, Roman. I feel like a sucker not picking Roman in our our Foley Picks league in the in the the Patreon exclusive Facebook group, which you can join at ChickFoley.com. Uh I still kind of kick myself for not going with you know. I've been talking cash shit all over social media to anybody that would listen that Roman was going to win that match and still pick Cody to kind of just hedge my bet a little bit.
0: I didn't. I, I got a Roman lot. And I won that shit.
1: Yeah, but you were speaking up nothing about you. You had your mouth shut mm-hmm. all week about Roman winning. Dude. That's not true. I That's was the only Go person. Go back and listen.
0: I, 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 was, the only I, person never, I was never fully win. on the Cody bandwagon. Did I, Was Were all signs pointing to Cody? Absolutely. Was I like riding hard for Cody? Nah. I'm so. just saying.
1: I was the one that put myself out there for Roman to win. Yeah. And he came through. I, uh... So I don't know, man. I'm kind of feeling Sheena's strategy. You just never bet against the bloodline. Yeah. It's hard for me to picture them walking out with all those belts, though. Um, I'm thinking I'm thinking some kind of Usos involve Schmoz. I think maybe the yeah. Usos get them DQ'd or something like that. I think we get yeah. some sort of non
2: finish. That's exactly what's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, the non finish is the most obvious choice. If we're just gonna go straight up, I'm you know, again, I'm not gonna bet against the bloodline. I would not put it past freaking WWE to give Roman uh all those belts, you know, like, I mean, why, why the freak not? I was, uh, I think Kaz was talking about, I, I heard he had a, he had a good theory that I thought, um, you might, you guys might disagree, but he was talking about Roman winning the tag titles and then like handing them back over to the Usos. Like, look, we had to go do, we had to go do your dirty work for you. And then Solo's like, you know, gets pissed off. Cause he's like, dude, like I'm the tag champion. Why are you just going to give it to them? And that, that, that furthers the dissension between, uh, Roman and Solo, you know? and kind of furthers that storyline. I mean, yeah,
1: it's not a bad idea, something like that, but I don't really know how the logistics would work on that. Just handing the belts over, and I can't see him doing I mean, doing he's a, Roman
0: Reigns. He can do whatever the hell he wants, dude.
1: I mean, it's still wrestling, though. I can't see him doing, like, a, exactly. like a throwback to... Uh, can I talk? No. A throwback <laughs> to the, uh, the finger-poke-a-doom type deal. I mean, it would... Uh, it, I could see something like that, though, um, but... I don't know. I feel like I think this ends up with the Usos trying their best and uh, and costing these guys the match.
2: Yeah, that's what I say as well. It's
3: I just, like. I find it really hard. I mean, I don't find it hard to believe because anything's possible in WWE. But, I mean, dude, they just got the tag titles to the point where they hadn't been in a while with the main event at WrestleMania. Yep. I just, I, I just don't think Roman's going to defend those belts enough to make it a smart choice so that's well, I mean, what what
0: are sammy and ko doing though i mean they're not even a real tag team i mean so but they're like, wrestling yeah, i mean they're it's a little bit prestigious because they had that moment but yeah. at the end of the day they're still wrestling aren't every team. week
3: though Like yeah, that's my point true. the tag titles are on the show being maybe not defended every week but they're still wrestling with those tag titles every week yeah. i don't know i i I just feel like if if you're taking the two top titles out with the, whatever universal and the raw title with Roman, and then you're also going to take all, all both sets of the tag titles out of the picture too. I, I just don't see it happening. There's definitely going to be a schmoz finish. The Usos are going to interfere one way or another. Yep.
1: You know, I could almost see instead of uh, like Sheena was saying, the angle where um, Roman and solo gets the belts, man, I could almost see somehow, you know, this schmoz happens and then the usos get them back in a couple weeks and they're not throwing it back in roman's face you know yeah. um i don't know i, I feel like this is going to be i feel like sammy and ko are kind of just scenery though for whatever happens with the next chapter of the bloodline drama
3: they are yeah but i, I feel like it about, has to start here though like i i we yeah. have to get this going the
1: other thing um about the uh you know kind of just the logistics behind it Sammy and KO kind of already got some coals in the fire with a bunch of with some storylines for teams on Raw so yeah. we do we are going to find a way to get some tag titles back on SmackDown man uh, I don't know how that's going to work they just they've completely botched this title situation again like sheena mentioned we still have the SmackDown women's champ is on Raw and the Raw women's champ is on SmackDown we haven't heard shit about like a a title swap or anything like are we just going to is that how it's going to be going forward
3: yeah I don't know and then dude i i understood the, um the usos having both sets of tag titles why is this still going on though dude there's there's no point to this now i mean yeah the the bloodline story made sense uh sammy and ko having both sets of belts makes no sense at all like dude split the belts up there's no reason to do this then again though WWE doesn't really care about tag team wrestling so i, I could easily see him finally unifying these at some point and getting rid of those shitty titles but Yeah,
0: I mean, I feel like that's what they should do, dude. I mean, there's there's far too few legitimate tag teams in WWE for there to be two sets of tag titles, one for each show, dude. Like they they're going to have to find some way to split this up. We've talked about this on the show so many times, like just have freaking, you know, the men's tag on SmackDown, women's tag. If we're going to do women's tag on Raw or whatever, you know what I mean? But they can't have two sets of men's tag titles because it's yeah, yeah, it sucks. it split. It makes the division two watered down. And then you have these ragtag tag teams that are always getting thrown together just to like come in and do some jobs for, you know, whoever's getting the push at the moment. And well, yeah. And then it ties up too many good wrestlers in these fucked up tag situations, you know, like there's good wrestlers that could have storylines elsewhere that are like stuck in these mismatched mismatch tag teams. So, well,
3: well, and then just imagine like Sammy and KO have the titles on raw and then like Chad Gable and Otis have the fucking titles on SmackDown. Like, doesn't it make yeah, it feel exactly. like the I like Smack- that you called him Otis? <laughs> doesn't Ooh, it make you make it feel like the SmackDown titles are like so devalued at that point? Like all the, exactly. all the hype was with the raw titles. Like, If they do split them up, it better be a unification. That better be why they're splitting them up because, yeah, they do not need tag titles for bull shows.
1: Dude, I've been saying it for years. I'll say it again. Put all the tag teams on one division. Put all the women – I mean, put all the tag teams on one show – put all the women on another show and you'll have stronger divisions. The titles will mean more and it'll make the two shows feel different. And they could swap every year. If you want to swap them each year, like, Hey, you know, this year from this WrestleMania till the next, all the women are going to be on raw and the tag teams will be on SmackDown. But I feel like that would just be such a boost for, for yeah. both of those divisions. Cause they're both just so spread, right, spread so thin right now. And the other thing is, When you have them spread thin like that, there's only room for the storyline like, hey, let's chase the title. It's so rare we've gotten a tag team storyline or a women's storyline that doesn't involve somebody going for the championship.
3: We have one right now.
1: I know, and it stands out, and it's been great, right? The Becky and uh, Trish storyline has been great, and I think it stood out because it's two women that just got a personal issue and they're not fighting over, you know, the Raw or the SmackDown Championship. Yeah. True,
0: and it's been the kind of the resurgence of, you know, the man Becky Lynch, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's been, a, that's been a good change of pace for for Becky.
1: No more big-time Becks. Yeah. I think because we skipped a week, we didn't get to talk about how savage that was when Becky actually referenced Trish uh, barking like a dog. Yeah. on uh, raw
0: yeah yep no jordan's not gonna acknowledge that he
1: yeah that he, make you hate do you hate becky now jordan he, did you want to like becky. were you like punching your tv screen <laughs>
3: no but i think it's funny they had to bring trish back to bring some like eyes to that division that fucking Damn. sucks wow. that does suck for that division honestly <laughs> i mean dude seriously outside of Rhea and bianca who was moving the needle in that division I at know. this point
2: I'm telling you I think I said, I'm not sure if I said it on here or on on uh raw down uh, freaking uh Sasha banks and Naomi when they left they like they they put a hole in uh the women's division on TV there's no ele- there's no like there's no other star power Charlotte's like gone every week now she's like kind of has like that Roman schedule um I mean you have Rhea and Bianca but you need more than that you need at least you know at the time when you know Charlotte um sasha bailey and Yo, know, becky there was you yeah, had at least four main event stars at one time now how many do you have like two
3: the problem isn't that they don't have enough women though it's that they don't do anything with half the women like the the talent is there they just don't know what the fuck they're doing yeah it's not like they don't have enough talented women they just have the two champions and that's all they care about right now Shane you they, speak They don't, even, the they don't even care. The they
0: don't even really care about the two champions because they haven't even taken the time to like be like, "Hey, can we just switch these fucking titles, yeah. <laughs> you know, make sure that we have our our appropriate championships for our appropriate, you know, um titles that we're holding or shows that we're on.
1: That really is kind of just disrespectful to wrestling fans. They're just literally saying like, we know you fucking idiots will watch whatever we have. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're going inter- to We're going to hype up the raw women's champion, make an appearance on SmackDowns, so like, and, and we should really question what kind of decisions we're making, supporting this stuff. Now. Yeah. So well, the other we day,
0: I, you know, we're just on women's wrestling. This has nothing to do with WWE. But the other day I posted on Instagram about how, you know, Jade is just the freaking best dude and how her reign is just, you know, incredible. And so many people in the comments were just like hating on Jade saying like, no, she's so green. She's so this, she's so that, you know, she's not as good as, you know, what has she done? She just squashed a bunch of jobbers. I'm like, well, that's on fucking Tony Khan, dude. Bring some people. He hasn't brought anybody into the freaking division that's even could like be a freaking uh, contender for her at all. Like, it's just like, they don't even care anymore, you know, like, and they don't, they can't put her against anybody that's got the uh, women's title because then it'll make them look like shit, you know? So I blame I blame the organization, not Jade.
3: No, they have a big problem in women's wrestling right now. And that's why I mentioned the Trish thing is they have to bring someone in to get a reaction out of the women's division in both companies right now. So AEW is doing no better than WWE and WWE is certainly doing the women's division no favors. It's It's not good on either show right now. Yeah. Pretty bad. All right. I think we should get a quick beverage break in before we move over to
1: AEW speaking of which. You guys down? Yeah. Let's roll. time for the weekly beverage break where we tell you guys what we are sipping on. I went super boring this week. and just drinking an ice cold Miller Lite. Uh, we'll go around the horn, though. Jordan, what are you drinking?
3: So I picked up, uh, I'm doing something a little lighter tonight. I'm doing some Trulies. It was a red, white, and true pack. Oh, my God, hey, you dude. can
0: tell. You can tell Jordan's been hanging out on campus.
3: No, yeah, dude. You really, that, <laughs> dude, that graduation I, party no. really made an impression on dude, you, huh? I, I really think my liver is like floating in alcohol right now, like <laughs> <it's> <laughs> pickled. Th- these last couple of months have been brutal for me. So, hey, uh, you know what? Exactly. I got some.
0: I got some cleanses. No, I can send you some. coffee. I'm not
3: doing any of that. These are good though. Like the two that I've no, drank, they are so good. The two that I've drank so far tonight was one was cherry pop, so it tastes like a cherry popsicle. <laughs> And then uh, peach burst is the other one. I still got blue Raz and lemon ice on deck. So <laughs>
0: he's got the snow peak like, peach flavored boons. I feel on like there. we
1: need to just take a little like five minute digression and like talk about some guns or what kind of tires we're gonna put on our our trucks and jeeps to kind of get the mes- masculinity hey, and the testosterone flowing back on here. This is the chick. Uh, you that, know? hey man. After that, truly play Hey man.
3: At least I'm not not drinking. I mean, I'm still drinking barely, but I'm still drinking. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Marco, save us.
2: Um, I'm, I'm keeping it pretty light with the uh, Broken Skull American Lager. Um, it's a little a little late over here, so I didn't want to go get, indulge too much in the uh, alcoholic festivity. So, but I'm still drinking well, at least a beer.
1: I
0: will. I will bring the heat. Literally, I'm drinking a Heat Wave. It's a sour ale with mango. Very
1: artisanal ales. Can I speak? Okay, my bad. Damn now we're even (laughs) what's going on uh
0: sour ale with mango pineapple Mm. and habanero and it's uh by prairie artisan ales as seth said it's a 6.7 pretty damn good at first i wasn't getting the uh the habanero but uh it it sneaks up on you it kind of creeps up on you and gives you that little like burn in the back of your throat so uh yeah good stuff and
1: uh, (laughs) (laughs) this guy's right out of oklahoma
0: yeah, Oak, Oklahoma. Cool, they do some cool really,
1: some really, really creative beers. I think you guys got them out there in uh, Omaha, Jordan. I think you brought some to our house before. They yeah. do a lot of like the really creative, like fruity or like you know just experimental shit. What, yeah, I what think i have decided
0: that uh,
1: Prairie Artisanal
0: Prairie Artisan.
1: Oh A-lis. yeah, Artisanal.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think spicy margarita is going to be my drink of the summer. Dude, I've really been on a margarita kick lately, and this habanero has really gotten me wanting to like you know kick up my my margarita game with some with some habanero or some jalapeno. Um, so I think that's going to be my new drink. Oh, also by the way, I, this is probably something people have been doing for a long time, but I had the brainchild to make margarita mix ice cubes to go on my margarita so that it doesn't get watered down. We were going to our friend's house to swim and we had our drinks like on the side of the pool and stuff. And I was like, well, I don't want it to get watered down. So I had margarita mix ice cubes in my margarita and it was divine. So that's a little pro tip for you for the summer. If you are out enjoying your nice margarita, just pour some margarita mix into an ice cube tray and
3: now that's, yeah, your- the, now that's the alcoholic shit I can get behind right there, Sheena.
0: <laughs> now we're talking.
3: Now we can get over my truly thing. And you, you've really brought the heat tonight, <laughs> Sheena.
0: Yeah. You should
1: do that and put was it with the Cuervo uh margarita mix too? I, I just it use it or the organic. I just use the
0: regular. I use the yeah. organic. I uh, by the way, Costco has some really good organic um margarita mix. Very tasty. Not too super syrupy or sweet, but still got that like Texas margarita feel to it. But yeah, you could totally do it with like the the well, I don't know, the, I don't I don't know it the Cuervo. Might not I freeze. Yeah. I, don't know. I was
1: wondering if you did it might it might be low enough alcohol yeah, content cuz I think it's only like 10% alcohol. Yeah. I, could it, could would it. it would definitely it would get at least
0: slushy, you know. You could
1: get some of those and just put some toothpicks in and make it margarita popsicles
0: mm, yeah
1: wow we're, um, we're really yeah i bet that. it would freeze because they uh i've seen at the some little liquor stores they have like the it looks like a flavor ice you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the oh, little yeah. popsicles but they're mm-hmm. they got booze in them so yeah i bet that would freeze we need it well, let's get let's get creative man this uh this summer we'll figure yeah. out some new stuff yeah i only i ballast point did a habanero sculpt in it a long time ago and i tried one of those four it was that was just straight up though like ipa and habanero and i think the you, the it was one you wanted to split. Yeah, I think you could. It was cool for like six ounces of it, man. But I don't know. Have you guys ever uh, had any sort of like habanero or any sort of like spicy beer?
3: Yeah, I've had a couple of them. They're, they're good. But I mean, it's nothing like I drink all the time. But yeah, they're good.
0: You guys like like Bloody Marys and stuff?
3: Ooh, no, 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 no. See, I love a bloody beer, oh.
1: dude. A fucking beer oh. with a beer mixed with Bloody Mary uh, or mix. That's delicious, dude. Yeah.
0: yeah, bloody beers are good. Bloody Mary's are freaking awesome, dude. Especially super spicy with like all the fixings. Get all the pickles and the olives. You got uh,
1: to have a pickle, an olives, some a celery. Slider. A, a mini yeah, slider. A, a big cocktail shrimp, a little mini cheeseburger, another smaller Bloody Mary. <laughs> like you gotta have all that shit on there. Yeah, dude, it's to gotta really make it, it it's gotta
0: look like a total like uh it's presentation when you yeah. bring the Bloody Mary to
3: the table. Yeah, Matt on. I all saw that. a
1: dude I saw a bartender get cussed out, dude. silly enough, this is one of the drunkest days of my life, but me and my dad, uh the day before Christmas Eve 2018, we went to this beach bar in Hawaii to watch the Titans and Redskins game got there at like 10 o'clock and they had $5 pitchers of Miller Lite, and shit was ice cold. So you can imagine how that went. And my dad be my dad, of course, by like third quarter, he wants to start doing makers mark shots. But, uh, anyways, this place we went to it was restaurant 604. They were known for like the best bloody Mary on the Island. And, uh, one of the bartenders was back there making it. And I don't know if he was like the manager, or just like the head bartender or what, but he came up and literally just went off on the dude because he wasn't making it right. He was like, that's what these fucking people pay for is all the fucking, <laughs> all the fixings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you're out, if we had any bartenders listening to the show, you're making a bloody Mary, make sure you make that shit right. Save yourself getting dunked on by <laughs> <Yeah>. your manager. <laughs> all right, we're ready. So we're going to get into battleground matches here in a minute. Real quick, I want to talk to you guys though. What the hell... Is is trips and H B K thinking by putting this head to head with double or nothing, why can't we get Battleground in like the mid afternoon? I don't
0: know. Idiots. Ego. It's all ego, dude. All yeah. ego Ethan Page.
1: Yeah, I mean I just I can't you know, the AEW pay per views are so precious, man, which just for a year. And it's so easy to rewatch the stuff that's on Peacock. I just you know, I, I suppose they really are trying to just like steal a few buy rates from AEW. There's no other reason they would do this. But I just don't um it just seems kind of petty, almost like beneath them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous, especially because like, you already know if you're going to watch yeah. AEW or not. If you already know whether you're going to watch Double or Nothing, right? Yep. So you've already allotted that money, and if you put that money down, there's no way you're not going to watch that show and watch the show that you're already paying for, or that's already been you know deducted out of your account from Peacock. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like, yeah.
1: And I feel like they could have piggybacked, man. I feel like more people would watch <clears throat> NXT, if they had timed it up to yeah. where... You know, I think the pre-show for Double or Nothing starting at six our time. Let's start Battleground at three R time, have a run till six. Think about yep. how many people, you know, whether you're chilling at your house or having your friends over, you're already in a pro wrestling mood, you're gonna throw Battleground on, right? Exactly. Whether it's whether you're sitting down and watching it dedicated or you just got it on the background while you're, you know, making your chicken wings or else whatever else you're making for double or nothing. Like I feel like so many more people would watch it. And it would be such a great showcase for all the great work that's been happening in NXT the last few months.
0: And it's battleground against Double or Nothing. I mean, Double or Nothing is one of their like signature. Kind of is like their WrestleMania. You know what I mean? So it's like, why are you putting? You're putting, you know battleground up against freaking double or nothing dude just it makes zero sense to me but again i, I can only attribute it back to just straight up ego man
3: also th- they already did this before on tuesday night and we saw the results of that like yep nxt <laughs> was drawing less than 500 000 people a week like i just it's just stupid man and it is it is petty it's just the dumbest thing ever i'm I just I don't see anybody like Sheena said gonna watch this over Double or Nothing if you had already planned on watching Double or Nothing. Like
1: Yeah. We can we can watch this on Monday on our day off. It would have been better for the fans, it would have been better for AW, it would have been better for NXT, and it would have been better for all the wrestlers to just do it in a way where we could watch all of them.
0: I would be pissed if I was the wrestlers, dude. I'd be like, damn, dude, you're really not setting us up to be in a position where like we're gonna get the most eyeballs on the product, you know? Yeah.
3: So yeah. Braun and yeah, Braun and, uh, mellow. Mello are going to be going on like, I don't know, nine o'clock or right in the middle of the AEW show. Like nobody's going to be watching that. Yeah, no, Definitely. Yeah.
2: Not. That's it. That's that NXT battleground card definitely could have been like a, a card for like a different night. Um, not like it, not, oh, that, not that they're not pay-per-view quality, Things, but they could have definitely yeah, um, adjusted say,
1: it. I didn't realize it was happening at the same time until like two days ago, dude. I thought it was going down in the afternoon. And I was pumped, man. I was so stoked to just chill out Sunday and have like six hours of wrestling, man. I yeah. Just, now, that blows this my mind because they've done it before. You know, WrestleMania weekend, they'll put it in the afternoon. Obviously, they're not going to compete with WrestleMania, but I just don't know why they couldn't. Just hook us up, man. Throw us a bone. It's dude, if they started a, start a battle, too. Dude,
3: if they started Battleground at 3 o'clock, 6 hours, dude, AEW ain't getting over till 11.30. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. talking eight <laughs> and a half hours there. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Or they could do it Saturday night. You know, Night of Champions being in Saudi, that's going to be an like afternoon show for the states.
4: Exactly. They could have yeah, done it Saturday, Saturday night, night also.
2: Been good. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's only six matches. Like, it's, it's, they're pretty, I mean, there's going to be some pretty good matches on there, too. Like,
1: yeah, it's, it's a solid, it's, you know, it's a solid (laughs) little card, but it's not sealing eyeballs away from double or nothing, at least for the hardcore fans. But, uh, but yeah. All right. Sheen, hit us with the, what matches are we going to talk about from double or nothing?
0: So, double or nothing, we are going to talk about the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite with a returning hangman, Adam Page, uh, for an anarchy in the arena match. So, this should be freaking balls to the wall, dude. Like,
1: it's gonna be cool, man. I gotta say, dude, I'm not the hugest fan of this gimmick, man, where it's just random brawling around the arena. I know there's it's gonna be so some crazy entertaining,
0: spots. though, dude. Like, it's so it is, fun. It's fun,
1: yeah. It's fun, it's just not my cup of tea, man. I, I always feel for the live audience because I feel like, yeah, how are you keeping up with this? If you, you know, that's I feel like the matches should really be for them first and foremost, so the TV audience and. You know, I told you guys this whenever we had um, that one. It was still during the the pandemic era, but the I think it was still the inner circle at that time going against the uh, the pinnacle MJF's faction. And they
3: weren't it was one even that in had, the like, ring Urban at all. Meyer. Yeah. yeah,
1: I always thought that one would have been cool if it was like happening throughout the night, man. Like if mm-hmm. like you know it could be the match to open the show, and then everybody kind of goes their separate way, and just you could have a, you could have other match. matches start, yeah, and then you know you cut different parts, and then eventually it all comes back to the mm-hmm. ring.
0: Um, yeah, the but, fact that all those fans were sitting there for like thirty minutes with nobody in the ring, just watching the screens, like well, I don't yeah, think that's... fans were
1: there at that time, or were oh, they I mean, yeah, was they that were the there. first show back yeah they, they were, were the there. First show with fans back they were there? Yeah, um, but I'm sure this is going to be insane. You know, these are some tremendous performers, and they set such a high bar with that last one with freaking Eddie Kingston coming out <laughs> looking like fucking Leatherface, man, yeah. uh, <laughs> carrying that can of gasoline, dude. So I don't, uh, I don't know what they're going to come up with, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Hangman back reunited with the Elite.
0: Yeah. Hangman hangman opted for the uh the premium materials on his eye patch. I have to commend him. He went with like the the full leather gimmick. He didn't just go with the straight up like mocks, like uh, you know, Walgreens pirate special.
1: AEW loves a fucking eye patch, man.
0: A, all eye patch wrestling.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> that I mean, is I mean their dude,
3: let's not forget at one point WB had Ray Mysterio lose an eyeball completely. So <laughs> yeah. let's it was ugh. it
0: was that was the gimmick of the match, wasn't it? Wasn't it like a yeah. movie? The eye
1: for, for, for an eye, eye, eye,
0: eye match, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: like let's oh. there, Samoa Joe mm. saying it's out.
0: <laughs> those are those were <laughs> dark times. That was
1: such a disgrace. That was an awesome match, dude. Like the work Seth <laughs> and Ray were doing was great up until Seth just literally grinding Ray Mysterio's face in <laughs> the corner Seth's of the stool, and like, ah, <laughs> yeah. And then Seth puked. Remember afterwards. Oh yeah, so, he an abomination. puke.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so bad. Um, I think. This is going to be a, a nice comeback match for the Elite. I can see the Elite taking this one. They've been
1: getting um, their ass kicked in all the segments so far. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, that that's even more reason for them to win. And, yeah. and Blackpool Combat
3: so. Club's been getting over on everybody, so you got to assume this is going to be their come-down match. Dude, is Mox seriously never going to take a break? He's just going to keep going and just
0: he's a fucking workaholic, dude. You really thought Mox was going to be like laying out on a beach somewhere like, you know, sipping a, a virgin martini, I mean, you know, dude, in mean, I mean, would
3: you blame him? Chair. Like, I mean, he he did just have a kid less than a year ago, so like I wouldn't blame him if he did. Dude. And he's he's
0: not, all about the business. Not to mention you know, he's
3: working so hard he can't pay any attention to his gear anymore. He's
1: got the most the most horrible ring gear in wrestling right now man has
3: turned into Mick Foley of ring gear yeah, dude. Dude's wearing sweatpants to the ring every night some new balances graceful
1: dude he's my favorite wrestler in AEW and I'm he's about to lose that you know recognition for whatever it's worth because he looks so horrible dude like yeah. just go back to the fucking jeans man like I look so much better than these fucking colored sweatpants you're wearing now, dude. yeah I don't
0: know I don't know I don't know what I- Prompted the the change to the sweatpants, dude. the the pajama The pajama jeans were always a a, a much better look for for Mox.
3: Sweatpants hashtag Dad Life. So how many Dad Life? <laughs> <you know. laughs> how many
2: How many of those matches? Is this the for Anarchy in the Arena? Is this the second match or the second one in?
0: I think this, this is generation? the is this the third one? Wasn't uh, the other one with like Santana and Ortiz? Stampede. Oh yeah, Stadium yeah. Stampede. The that that was what it yeah. Was, yeah.
1: I think Stadium Stampede was the elite against um, Inner Circle. Inner Circle. And then yeah. I think it was also Stadium Stampede when it was um
0: Inner Circle was in miracle. that one too. Inner circle
1: I think. against uh pinnacle. Against the penultimate the, or whatever they're called. The Pinnacle. The Pinnacle. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and then Anarchy in the Arena was the last one where it was like Blackpool Combat Club and Friends yeah, against uh against Jericho Appreciation Society. So yeah, s- same gimmick, same though. Gimmick. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, basically anything goes. Fight all over the place.
0: Yeah, so what was everybody going with? I'm going with the Elite. Elite.
2: Yeah, the, elite. Yeah, the elite, elite, definitely.
0: All right.
2: They gotta
1: win.
0: Next, yeah, next we have the uh, Four Pillars match, the AEW's Four Pillars match, as it, as it's called. Uh, we got Darby Allin versus Sammy Garra versus MJF versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Mm.
1: My only I don't see any way MJF leaves with the belt. My wish for this match is that Sting gets involved and either pisses off MJF or inadvertently costs Darby the match, and we have Sting's last match ever, main eventing all in, whether it's Sting versus Darby one-on-one or or Sting versus MJF career versus title. I think that would be the a great way to sell out every last ticket in that place if we know we're getting Sting's possible last match. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I don't see any of these three guys having a snowball's chance in hell of taking the belt off of, yeah. of MJF.
3: Yeah, I
0: think they MJF's agree. leaving with the title, man.
3: I, I think MJF's winning, but it is really cool for the other three guys that they're going to main event a pay per view. Like, it definitely shouldn't go unnoticed that Darby, uh, Sammy, and Jungle Boy are going to main event a pay per view. They're not winning, but it's still pretty damn cool for all three of those guys. Yeah, of course. Do we
1: think this is going to go on last? Do you guys think they'll put Anarch in the Arena last? Uh, I think this
0: is going on last. I think the Pillars match. I
3: mean, this has got got the champion, dude. Yeah, AEW's usually pretty good about putting the champion on last. Like, I'd be pretty shocked if this didn't go on last, honestly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think the only two times I think it wasn't last, that that Inner Circle against the Pinnacle Stadium Stampede match went last, and then Mox and Kenny Omega's unsanctioned match went on last. I think any other time besides that, I think the World Championship's been the main event.
3: Yeah, and them calling it the four pillars of AEW, like, be pretty shitty yeah. if you put them on before something else.
1: I know these guys have heard the uh, you know, the the whispers and stuff online that you know these other three guys shouldn't be main eventing the pay per view and stuff. I have no doubt they're gonna go out there and tear oh, yeah. the fucking oh, house yeah, down. Course. All man. these
0: guys can wrestle their straight asses off, dude. Like it's just, I mean, yeah, wait, yeah, anyone, I go, ahead. go ahead.
2: I was
4: no, gonna
2: right say, right. anyone that that said that is obviously hasn't seen any of one of those dudes. Wrestle at all, and they're just mm-hmm. looking at them as like on the outside, looking and saying, "Oh, look! Look at look how they look. They shouldn't be main eventing. They clearly haven't watched any any AEW television
3: or anything before that." Um, yeah, that's a, that's what I was gonna say.
0: is faster. Yeah, which yeah.
3: one of these guys is undeserving? Like, dude, they all put it down every time they wrestle. Like.
0: And they've all been there like full time since since fucking AEW started. dude. Like none of these guys, like all of these guys have been there since day one. And,
3: and dude, yeah. Darby. That's the one everybody's got a problem with is what I've been reading. I'm like, dude, this dude has done nothing, but who has a
0: problem with Darby? I don't
3: know, but this dude has done nothing, but put his body on the line for the last three years for AEW. He 100% deserves to be in this match. And dude,
0: Darby's brought so much freaking create creative energy to freaking AEW man. Like, I just—he's
1: a crazy athlete too. Dude yeah. is super fast, man. Like Darby yeah. does not get enough credit for what a crazy. Well, everybody rumors the spots, but dude, he's an awesome athlete. Just the way he moves in the ring, even um, you know, when he's not yeah trying to break his spinal cord in half. <laughs> yeah, I'm really <laughs> excited for man. this. All right, we're gonna do something different now. So as you guys know, we only kind of talked about the the big four matches of the weekend. We're yeah, about we're to forty four
0: minutes in. We only talked about four matches, so you can imagine <laughs> if we tried to deep dive on every single match, this yeah. would be like a three day. Podcast for
1: anybody that's a big Family Feud fan. We are going to recreate Fast Money. All right, we have eighteen matches left to predict. We're going to take turns going in order of seniority on the show, so it's going to go Sheena, Marco, Jordan. I'm going to ask you guys the match. You guys give me the winner. We're going to try to get through all eighteen matches in a minute. Are you guys ready? Let's ready. Yeah. I'm going to let to get to even forty five minutes. We're going in three, two, one. All right, Sheena, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Brock. Marco Gunther versus Mustafa Ali. Gunther. Jordan Bianca Belair versus Oscar. Bianca. Sheena Rhea Ripley versus Natty Rhea. Marco Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Becky. Jordan Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker. Bra- uh, sorry, Carmelo. Sheena Rhea <laughs> Valkyra <laughs> versus Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany. Marco Noam Dar versus Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee. Jordan, Wesley versus Tyler Bate versus Joe Gacy. Wesley. Ooh. Sheena, Ilja Dragonov versus Djax. This is so tough. Uh, uh Ilja. Marco, Gallus versus the Creed Brothers.
2: Ooh. I'm gonna go Creed Brothers.
1: Alright, Jordan. FTR versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. FTR. Sheena, Wardlow versus Christian.
0: Uh Wardlow.
1: Marco, Blackjack Battle Royal. <sighs> Dang. Yeah, I can't uh, think it's of it. That's it's hard. That's
3: hard. That's what she said She That's what said. She said. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: we we did pretty good. We you only guys had, one, two, had three, three, had four, four matches left yeah. to go.
1: We got through fourteen matches. I would say you guys didn't do that great. <laughs> no, we did all right, let's finish off, anyways. Though Marco, I, do you think Orange Cassidy wins? We don't even know who all is in this man. So yeah, you can go literally anybody that's living on planet Earth with pro wrestling talent. But who you do you know, think wins?
2: I mean, we'll go. I, I'll just we'll say Orange Cassidy. He's he's a workhorse guy. He's been killing it every week.
1: Yeah, and he's been doing like the thing where he's getting closer and closer, to losing it. I see. I could see him winning this than losing it Wednesday night to somebody. Yeah. Um. All right. Jordan Jamie Hader versus Tony Storm. Jamie Hader. Hmm. Sheena Jade versus Ty of Jade, <laughs> Jeez. <Hard to> go. <laughs> so this is the kind of match like, dude, we don't need this.
0: This is not need to be We okay could totally
1: cut this, man. Yeah, maybe it'll be a, maybe this will be on the pre-show. I don't know. It doesn't say anything about being on a pre-show. Ethan Page and the guns versus yeah. <laughs> the Hardy Party, which is <laughs> Jeff and Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy in a six-man tag match where if the Hardy Party wins, <sighs> Matt Hardy will own Ethan Page's contract.
0: <laughs> Good That's a dynamite on. match if I've oh, ever man,
1: heard that's, uh, of. That's a rampage match, dude. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's hard to predict. Uh, I mean, the Hardy Hardy's going to win. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, so, yeah I can't see them losing. Alright, and Jordan, last match. Your boy, Adam Cole, went up against Chris Jericho. <laughs>
0: Adam Cole. <laughs> Baby
1: all right that was fun man all right well awesome weekend of wrestling ahead of us you know if you if you drink while you watch wrestling go and prep your liver now like you need to start taking some Hmm. i don't know what's some stuff they can take to get their liver ready for a weekend of hard drinking
0: activated charcoal give yourself a coffee enema Yep. yep make sure you're hydrated put a little put a sprinkle of uh redmond's real salt in your water to give yourself some electrolytes some minerals yeah nice and prepped
1: okay all right let's hit the figure four All right, it's time for the weekly figure four where we get you guys caught up on everything happening in the world of wrestling figure news. I want to remind you guys, this segment is brought to you by our good friends at Ringside Collectibles. Use code chick Foley to save 10% on all of your purchases there. So uh, I'm using a wrestling figure news source on Twitter, just kind of going through, doing a quick recap of the big news from the week. So first off, did you guys see the new Roman Reigns Funko that's on the way?
0: The red glove. Yep. Yeah, it looks Idiot. awesome. Oh, double belts. Yeah. yeah.
1: Double looks belts. Good. Killer. Yeah, looks good. Definitely uh, going to be the coolest Roman we've had so far. There's also going to be two Beth Phoenixes coming out. There's a uh, uh, the regular ones in the green gear. And, Amazon. And, and then she's got a chase with the black gear. We've only gotten one she's blurry gay. photo of this, which is kind of weird because we're usually pretty good about seeing Funkos before they drop. But this is uh, the Twitter account DISTrackers, D-I-S trackers, all one word. Uh, posted them up and then Wrestling Figure News Source retweeted. So new WWE pops on the way. Mm-hmm. Jordan, are you where are you at with your WWE pop collection? Are you, do you are you like 100 percent completionist? You just cherry pick your favorites. What's your what's your WWE Funko pop strategy? You don't got that. Strategy? You don't got
0: that Macho Man. We passed on at uh, the superstore.
3: No, I do not have that. But I am. I think I'm like five off from being a completionist. I think the only ones I'm missing right now is that Macho Man. Uh, a Seven Eleven, CM Punk a Seven Eleven, Ray Rey Mysterio maybe the is that st- that one that's like 400 yes. bucks yeah. yes the CM Punk yep and then one chase which I can't think of which one it is and then um I picked oh so now I'm down to four because I got the Paul Heyman GameStop the other day that was the five I was missing
1: so are you like are you still circling the other four like at some point you're gonna find a way to grab them or are they just uh, oh I have a just-
3: I have a watched uh um eBay thing that alerts okay. me every time one's listed so she's if waiting ever,
1: for the the stars to
3: align yep if if I ever find them i'll I'll definitely complete the collection
1: all right did you guys check out this music video that John Lahoy dropped yes for Jesus. the uh what are you laughing about
3: carry on <laughs> what's so
1: funny carry on <laughs> Anyways, the uh music video that he dropped for uh his new uh, his musical act, Wolfie's Just Fine with the uh the LJNs. Yes, so, I see that quality. I don't know how he got the Hulk and Andre to stand up like that. Those two were like two of the hardest to ever you even get stand up, man. So I don't know if they had fishing line or just perfectly balanced. Like even though we've seen like way more like technically technologically advanced like figure photography and like figure animation, it was something about this that was just so compelling. Yeah, it was really
0: cool. Yeah, probably just used AI. He probably said, "Make a cartoon of Andre and (laughs) Ljn style."
1: Dude, that was a pristine fucking Ljn collection. Also, man, like I was looking at the whole audience, dude. Like those, that was a clean set of Ljns. But even with this, like perfectly, um, you know, perfectly put together set. The Ted DiBiase still had the fucking Ljn disease, where you could see the black paint from his undercoat like coming through mm, on yeah. the uh, the face and stuff, man. So yeah, it's the the curse thing. Ljn, Hockey Talk, Man, One Man Gang, those guys. It's just it's damn near impossible to find a decent looking figure for those. All right, did you guys see that our good friend Threadhead Custom Clothing? He's not letting the nitro stage die. He is 3D printing a nitro stage. It's a pretty damn close replica of the uh, the crowdfund. Do you guys see this?
0: Uh, I'm seeing it now and I'm here for it. Dude. Yeah. yeah,
1: check out at ThreadheadCC on Twitter, man. You guys will see this. Like it's, I mean, at a glance, it looks like the crowdfund. And I think it's pretty much everything except the working lights. But yeah. uh, I don't know, man. Would you guys be interested in, in picking this up at all?
0: I mean it's gotta cost less than four hundred dollars, right? I think yeah, I'd like,
1: say I don't know. I, don't, I mean I'd say it's for at sure least on one fifty. Uh,
2: I think you said like two the, I think they said two hundred though last time I read or something like that. Or those three D printing
1: materials that? are expensive and it's yeah. not cheap running those three D yeah, printers. 200
0: Two hundred two hundred is way cheaper than four hundred.
1: Yeah, it don't is, it's still things. expensive
2: though. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't really interested in oh, that. yeah, you don't get any before, but I mean it's pretty it looks pretty cool. I mean
1: I wasn't, I kind of wanted that stage with the lights and stuff just out of FOMO, man. This not being an official release, I'm kind of good on, I'm kind of good on going out of my way to get a custom Nitro stage, but for anybody wanting it, anybody that was freaking hard up for getting that stage, dude, like had a, you know, a really cool WCW display in mind, check out the Redhead CC. I want to say he's got details on how to order or coming shortly, um. This thing's gonna be cool. I we've kind of started dabbling into the the 3D printed wrestling accessories game. We got a couple steel cages. We got a blue cage to go with the the ultimate edition ring from the last crowd fund. Then we got a black cage a black cage to go with the um, the attitude era ring that came with Kane. And they both came out really really good, man. So it's it's some crazy stuff being being done by these folks with the 3D printing. Uh, did you guys see Boss Fight Studios? The championship set that they're dropping is actually going to come with a display rack for the titles.
2: Yep, they have LW titles.
1: Yeah, I have not pre ordered this just because I don't have any faith that it. this thing's it's not going to be like three years before this actually yeah. releases, <laughs> but uh, as soon as it's available, I'm definitely getting this man. The belts look really good too, so that's going to be it's uh, definitely going to be a cool piece to have. And the I think
0: display stand is a nice touch. I yeah, think it'd awesome. be pretty
1: easy to modify that display stand too. I don't think there's a ton of like hardcore MLW fans out there. I'm sure it'd be easy to get a sticker of whatever you wanted, or just even some black electrical tape to black that out, and that'd be a really cool way to display. Um, some of those nice custom belts from somebody like for figurines or our friend, Dan Turnquist. Mm. All right. Uh, our buddies over at the major WF pod, you know, they're dropping the big rubber guys to go along with their major bendies. These, this is their homage to the LJN line. Supposedly from people that have held them. They say this is the closest it's come to like the size and feel of the original LJN figures. They're giving us kind of like the Holy Grail for an LJN. We're going to finally get, uh, the full set of demolition, man. Yeah, so, looks sick. uh, these things look great. They're going to have removable masks. Like I can only hope that we're getting barbarian next. Right. Hope so. Yeah. I'm not in on LJNs right now. If I was, I would be getting these right. Either you guys got any kind of LJN presence in your collection?
3: Oh, of course. I get a ton of them. I have, I have the ultimate warrior and that is my only LJN at my house. They have Warrior. We have a ton
0: of we have a ton of LJNs. They're just like junk LJNs. Yeah. In the garage for play for Brick. Yeah, yeah, we got
1: a bunch of play ones for the kids. Man, it's just that's in. It's expensive, dude, and it's so tricky, like finding good ones, man. That yeah. That's just I'm kind of in. I feel like in my mind, eventually, I'm gonna try to put together an LJN set. But uh, are you
0: against? Are you against painted LJNs? No, I'm
1: not. We we've discussed that before. I'm I'm not against because there's services out there, our boy Zoro Mendez, the LJN whisperer, he's put us on to some really good folks that will basically paint your LJN for, you know, depending on the figure and how detailed it is and how much repaint it needs. But basically, you know, same as getting like, I I look at the same as getting a classic car restored. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know, original is the best dude, but I got no problem. If you don't want something super scuffed up, man, like if you got the figure and getting it, somebody that could accurately repaint it. I got no beef with that. How about you guys?
2: Oh no, definitely not. I have a few that actually I have one that I kind of I want to get restored, but um, actually two. I have uh, the Piper, um, uh, the Piper LJN Andre the Giant, uh, big afro Andre the Giant with the blue tights and blue boots. That one I definitely need uh rework, but yeah, I have like I have a uh, Terry Funk. I had two Hogan's. One I gave to my son to like throw around and stuff. Uh, Macho Man Warrior and Junkyard Dog. I think that rounds it out, but yeah.
3: They're, they're a heavy presence in my collection.
1: Where are you at on that, Jordan? You seem like you'd be a hard-ass stickler, like original paint only.
3: Nah, these ones are tough because, I mean, man, th- these were just beat to shit when we were kids because they could take any amount of abuse, so it's really tough to find these ones completely clean. Um No, I don't mind the repaints. I don't think I would do it on like the, the higher end ones though, honestly, like the more expensive ones. I don't know. It just seems kind of sacrilege to have somebody paint over the, Mm -hmm. the really expensive ones. But Mm -hmm. I mean the normal wine and stuff, if you, if you're paying 40 bucks for a, for an LJN and getting it restored, I have no problem with that.
1: Yeah. Like any of the black cards, you're better off just leaving those, whatever condition you find them in. So that way, you know, if when you decide to sell your collection, you're going to be able to get your money back. Cause you're definitely going to be limiting your, uh, your potential buyers dude, by, by making that controversial mm-hmm. decision to paint. So that's it for figure news this week, man, we'll go around and uh, you know, anything interesting. We added the collection for us. Big thing is we started a new collection this week. I got the last piece of our WCW OSFTM line is on the way right now. I found a really nice Lex Luger and I've started going after the WWE zombies, man. This was a line that I hated at the time that was on the pegs. Cause I was still kind of early in my WWE Mattel collecting there in like 2015, 2016. And I had the misguided thoughts that, you know, this is just taking effort away from stuff that they could be doing in the, you know, in the elite line or whatever. Like, why are they wasting their time with these? And I was really, really hung up discriminating on them because they had basic articulation. Yeah.
0: We passed on them like a million times. Did these become before the monsters or after they were the before monsters? the monsters. The zombies, yeah. Yeah. Were
1: first, but okay. yeah, but the, yeah, I remember these at the Kmart by our house. We had one of the last yeah. Kmarts in America by our house in Hawaii and, I remember, like probably the entire line of these on sale, going out of business Kmart for like three ninety nine. Dude, I could have picked them <laughs> yeah. all up. And they're yeah. still they're still fairly cheap, but they've gone up a little bit, man. What What were you guys' thoughts on the zombie figures back when they were
3: dropping? Yeah, same mm-hmm. as you. I was. I wasn't a fan. I just yeah, me neither. Didn't really understand them. But yeah, as time goes on, they they do look a lot more, uh, um, more like something you could put in your collection and not be. I mean. As not embarrassed as you could be to show a group of people yeah. your wrestling collection.
1: They they've aged really well, <laughs> man. Like is dumb like I'll still say it was a dumb idea to do it right in the first place. Like it was I don't know, there I was mean, way better was things like- they could have done, but they um there was so much like TLC put into the line, dude. Like there's so many unique parts used for it and just a lot of nice little details on all the figures. Yeah,
0: and dude, that was like peak Walking Dead when that was going on. Like That was like the peak of like zombie hype in America. And I always liked the zombies. I thought they were cool figures. I mean, I didn't think we had a place for them because I already had a zombie collection of my own. I had the little um, the zombie yard gnomes. Uh, if you guys haven't seen my collection, go back in the feed. It's it's there. It's pretty awesome. Um, so I already had those kind of going on, so I didn't need the extra set of zombies. But yeah, I, I always thought the zombie figures looked awesome
1: they were cool they definitely didn't sell that well because the no line they didn't they were, at all. No. there was only 20 of them man so I've, i put together like my checklist for what i got to go get in my mind i feel like it was like you know low 30s but it's actually only 20 zombie figures that came out in the is whole there set. any
0: like glaring omissions like how there was in the uh you know how we don't have the seth rollins in the um
1: Nah, not really the they got homes. they got the whole shield they got aj they got pretty much all the main eventers that were around that time and uh really the only legends they did was like stone cold steve austin the rock and triple h so you know that's kind of a touchy one you don't really want to mess with zombies when the guy might actually end up being dead oh no i I will never i will never
0: forget um i ordered the roddy piper zombie and it showed up the day after he passed away dude i was like well that's awkward yeah (laughs) oh geez yeah
1: yeah so no it was mostly all the all almost all current guys um but yeah, that was really it for me. I, that was my only interesting stuff I, I picked up. Uh, Jordan, what'd you get this week?
3: Um, I got greatest hits to the whole set. Uh, the Paul Heyman Funko that I talked about. And then I think that's it, actually. I didn't. I thought I got more than that, but I can't hey, remember.
1: Did your Batista, did it have elbow pads?
3: Wish I could tell you, but I don't remember, honestly, off the top of my head. I'll look at it when we get off, and I'll let you know.
1: Yeah, shoot me a text, dude. The people I've talked to that got it it didn't have elbow pads. And, dude, on, rings- on ringside, it shows Batista with blue elbow pads. So I can't figure out if, like, there's a running change or maybe if ringside just got one that was a mistake. But ringside has MOC pictures of Batista with elbow pads. But I know mine doesn't. I talked to Dougie Nunya. His has no elbow pads. So I don't – and – uh who else did we talk? We talked NDT. to Alex West, man. Oh. Yeah, his didn't have elbow pads. So I don't know. I mean, it ain't the biggest deal in the world, but I thought it was a kind of cool touch. Like the original Elite 33 one didn't have elbow pads, and this one does, but or was supposed to, but yeah, no elbow pads. So yeah, let me know. Uh, Marco, what'd you get, man?
2: Uh, finally got the uh, Seth Rollins Ultimate and Andre the Giant Ultimate Edition. They finally showed up today. Um, as well as I finally finished out the um Legend Series eighteen with uh I think I just needed I the Hogan. Really didn't need it, but just to you know finish finish the rounds of the kind of like the WCW uh crew that they had going there. Um definitely couldn't I couldn't find any uh Chase um Fatu, so other than that, have everything. Samu Fatu Polly Dangerously and Hogan.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah, it's a great set, man. I can't wait for the uh, next Legends with that brother love to come out. Mm. All right, that's it for Figure Talk. Sheena, do we got listener mail? You know we do. All right, Sheena, hit us with it.
0: All right, so our first piece of mail comes in from Tyson Neil Trevino, TNT.
3: Dino, mate.
0: He says, says, do you really see Roman Reigns holding the tag titles with Solo? To me, I don't see him holding them. We've already kind of touched on this. I, I think when I it comes to the, it. when it comes to the bloodline anything is possible. Our our man JCC James Cody Canterbury, he chimed in with our with our thoughts saying that the USOs are going to interfere and you know cause some sort of like schma situation, but yeah, I can never bet against the bloodline. famous words. Uh Sambro, how do you like your stakes? I'll
1: go medium rare. I've traditionally been a medium guy, but Sheena is slowly but surely whittled me down, so I I go medium rare.
0: Yeah, I prefer medium rare. Uh, I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum. You know, I know there's a lot of hate out there for people who eat, you know, medium or well done steaks. But I, for me, you know, it's not, if you're eating steak, I feel like you're you're on the right path. So, um, you know, but for me, I'm a I'm a I'm a rare medium rare gal myself. Mm. What about uh, what about you, Marco? Dang,
2: I, 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 you know, jump back and forth sometimes, but uh, I go medium sometimes. Uh, depending on the place, depending on the uh, the steakhouse that you're at, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. It's a huge, huge difference uh, depending on where you go. Um, but most of the time, it's medium rare. But I have dabbled in uh medium.
0: I've dabbled in medium, <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> that's what you said.
3: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> only medium rare. Uh, for me and in the Midwest, dude. If I go out to dinner with you and we're at a steakhouse and you order anything over medium, I'm slapping the shit out of you. Like, (laughs) dude, why why even go to? Why even get a fucking steak? Get a fucking piece of leather, then. Jesus Christ! (laughs) I got to tell my wrestling steak
1: story again. This guy that I worked (laughs) with in the Navy at my first command. This is back in 2004. We're kind of talking wrestling. He worked at some fancy steakhouse in New York. He was a line cook back there, and he said Goldberg came in their restaurant and literally walked. They had. He was so particular. He walked back into the kitchen. They let him go back to the kitchen and tell the guy. He said, 30 seconds on each side, then bring it out to me."
0: Hell yeah! Uh, that sounds like that sounds like my kind of steak, dude. A freaking you know steaming hot, sear. you know, yeah, cast iron or griddle. Yeah, just flash sear that mofo on both sides, salt, pepper, mm,
1: bro. Imagine if you're on top. imagine if you're a fucking 19, 18 year old line cook, and fucking <laughs> Bill Goldberg comes back with. <laughs> All that intensity, looking you right in the eye, telling you how to cook his steak. I guarantee you that was the best fucking cook steak that guy ever put <laughs> Yeah, he
0: yeah fucking head, head butts the cooler while he's on his way out the back out to the dining room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, me, medium rare all around here. Uh, real, real quick question Do you use steak sauce?
3: Oh,
1: God. No. Yes, no. No. Dude, you guys are crazy, man. I do not, like, I, I don't have any issue with. If somebody just doesn't prefer to use steak sauce, but I don't get like the hate for steak sauce, dude. Oh. Like I feel like, dude, I've never had a steak where like you put some A one on it and you're like, man, you know what? This isn't as good as it e- was before, dude. It makes the steak better, dude. Eh, I don't
2: know if it makes it better. Mm. It depends. Like if- it's
0: just different. It's a different experience. Yeah. I think eating a steak with steak sauce and eating a, a, a well cooked, like well seasoned steak yeah, uh, with you some like au jus or something. Yeah, it's just a totally different experience. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to. Yeah. I'm not opposed to like you said, like if. I think I love dips. You know, I'm a sauce boss, dude. I love dips mm-hmm. and condiments. So I'm I'm all here for some steak sauce. But I prefer, you know, just a well cooked steak. I'll use, I'll usually
1: ask Sheena like anytime we're making steak because Sheena's really good at getting creative with it. I'll ask her like, what's the preparation going to be right? And if yeah. she's doing like, you know, if we're doing like steak and fried rice, she's going to do like some some Asian flavor, like some soy, ginger, whatever. I'm cool with it. But if it's like, you know, we're just we're just you know, Home style, burning like, some steaks real quick, man, for a quick dinner, like just steak and fries. And it's just, you know, salt and pepper, like nothing special. I'll throw a little A1, dude. Or if I don't yeah, want to do I A1, think. I'll throw this little Worcestershire sauce, man.
3: as yeah. long as you're not doing it at like a really like fancy steakhouse, like, yeah, like order, you, order no, a you sef- yeah. 70, order, yeah. Order a $70 steak and then be like, hey, can I get some steak sauce for <laughs> this? No. Yeah, no, definitely. Like if you were to, to like
2: ketchup Del- in the yeah. back. Like Del Frisco's is like a popular uh one. Not it's not a franchise, but obviously it's a like a very high-end steakhouse. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't dare Ask for our a one steak sauce on that, please. Um, we've we talked
0: about that. this the last time Zach Hertzler brought up his abomination of eating like I think it was grilled cheese and with ranch. ranch. Yeah. And talked yeah, like, about boy. my cousin my cousin Olivia, who I love dearly. Ranch I love her. Steak. She eats ranch on her Whoa. steak. Well that why? What I, I know. I don't understand Olivia. it. I will never understand it. I just I it's it's beyond you can even me.
1: get like ranch flavored salt. You could marry Yeah, throw it like there. a, a ranch. Some essence of ranch, exactly dude, like, like a ranchy, a ranchy seasoning. Doesn't work with beef. I mean,
0: that's a little much for me, but yeah, ranch and beef. Just
2: you know what, yeah. Olivia is my next guest on open mic because I need to ask her uh, why. <laughs> we have questions. Yeah, we have, I have questions. Que- I have, I have many questions. <laughs>
0: Uh, Sambro also said you guys picking up the nitro stage by thread heads. We already touched on that, so uh, we'll go to Sambro's next question. He said, Uh, when for the love of God will they change those dumbass tag titles in yeah. WWE? We, we
1: Talk talked about them. that, you know,
0: but I'm no, he said he's funn- changing the design, Maybe yeah, that's, that's what he's I mean. saying, yeah. yeah.
1: But funnily enough, man, funnily, we uh, that's a word, funnily, funnily, yeah, funnily, a word, F-U-N-N-I-L-Y, yeah, a word. Wow. F-U-N-N-I-L-Y. uh. Me and Brett wanted to watch an old Usos match when they were like rocking the paint stuff. And yeah. we watched them against Luke Harper and Eric Rowan from Battleground, coincidentally enough, 2014. And dude, the old school, like the black ones with like the, the copper, copper logo, yeah, they I did like not those. look nearly as bad. Now, they still aren't in like my top five championship belts ever, but they look so much better than the red and blue straps yeah. with the silver, dude. Like the pennies were better than the nickels.
0: Yeah. I think that the red and blue straps on any of the titles, I feel like take away, make them a little bit commercial and campy to me. Like I, I love a classic black strap and I'm all for like a custom title. Like if somebody gets it and you know, they change the title a little bit. yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the red and blue it's, it's, it's played out to me. I can't I believe like we don't have
1: it. tag belts that have side, custom side plates on them yet. Yeah, man. Like you ridiculous. would have thought they'd be all over that just for merch sales.
0: True. But they don't have any, I mean, besides the Usos, the New Day and... I mean who who Well have, they
1: could do, they could do it with the women where they have like the Mishmash teams, each one has their own side plates. Yeah, they do have, oh, yeah. They don't have like... Yeah. True, yeah
0: yeah.
1: And the NXT tag belts have the side plates yep, on them, Yeah. I, I don't also. know. I don't know. I mean, those belts must be moving merch. That's the only thing I can think, man, because it's all about the bottom line, dude. If they thought he could make money off of it, I think they'd already have some new tag belts on the way.
0: Yeah. Um Sambro says, Do you guys think AEW sticking to Chris Statland or taking the belt off Jade or an unknown? debut i
1: think jay's gonna forfeit that belt i think yeah. she's gonna win the women's championship and forfeit the tbs championship yeah. and i think that'd be a perfect way to legitimize that belt yeah i think you she's know. gonna
0: be the champ champ for Agreed. sure um ultimate question is punk redebuting at the first collision what's the reception gonna be if for some reason it isn't in chicago
3: Damn! It's all but confirmed now that yeah they did it. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I saw today that yeah
3: they announced two shows
2: in Chicago. One on the seventeenth. yeah, they're they're doing Dynamite Collision. Yeah, they're doing Dynamite
3: Collision. Who knows? Are you going, Jordan? No, we decided against it. Just, against it just wasn't gonna work actively
0: was like no hell well, no. no
3: so we're going to chicago in july and we just decided not to do a, yeah. a second trip the month before going to chicago in the summer is fucking expensive as is so no yeah, but it's hot as fuck. well i mean it's hot as fuck everywhere you know you act like it True. ain't gonna be hot as fuck on the farm in about three <laughs> weeks it's gonna Dude. be about 112 <laughs> degrees <laughs>
0: Straight up Tennessee, like I thought when when we moved from Hawaii to Virginia, I was like, oh my god, Virginia summers are brutal, dude. Like the the heat in Virginia and the mainland is crazy. Then I Virginia moved to freaking. Then I Tennessee. moved to Tennessee, dude, and Tennessee is like the fucking devil's butthole, dude. Like it is so <laughs> hot, like it is like I mean, it's just unbearable. It's like I can't. I mean, you know, I, I'm all for a hot summer, but damn, dude, Tennessee <clears throat> is. Fucking hot, dude. Yeah. I've never <laughs> lived anywhere that was this swampy and landlocked. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Sambro says, Who's a low or mid Carter that could hold the AEW big gold? I'd love to see Brody King in that spot. Jordan, you got any thoughts mm-hmm. on, uh, who, who would it be, the AEW Big Gold?
3: I, I do love Brody King. I, I could definitely see him holding that title, too. I wouldn't mind seeing anybody in House of Black hold the big title, honestly. Um, yeah, I love I mean, House of Black. Any of those guys would be fine with me holding the title.
0: Seth, as a Navy man... How many bites does it take you to eat a banana? Is that like an inside, like, is that a Navy joke? Wow.
1: <laughs> I would answer that question with a question and ask Sambro how long he's been eating corn on the cob the long way. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that is.
3: All right. Wow. All right. Well.
0: The mailbag, but the mailbag mail sponsored by Sambro. Uh, Damn. Sambro, what's each of your dream cars? Oh, oh man. man. I kind of have my dream car right now. I feel like the, the, the minivan, the, Hon- the Honda the Odyssey is <laughs> is totally, is totally my, uh, yeah, I got the bang bus is totally my dream car. But I think like an old school, like I would love like a Bronco, you know, just like wood panels. I feel like that's like totally my vibe or like a Volkswagen, like bus, bus I feel like, yeah, yeah. Would, would be a good, would be a good vehicle for me.
1: I'm kind of a Sheena, too, man. Like, I love my 2009 Tacoma. Like, it's perfectly fine. If I was going to get something else, I have no desire to do the, like, maintenance and shit. It would need to keep it. But I'd love to get, like, a 93 or 94 Ford F-150. One of the real boxy ones with, like, the, yeah. Yeah, the two-tone also, mm-hmm. paint job. Like, maybe, like, forest green with, like, the cream stripe. My grandpa had, a, had like,
0: one of those, dude. Yeah, it was... those,
1: those are pretty tough. Those are actually starting to become, like, a true classic. and starting to go up in value. I was looking um a couple months ago just for fun and like i've really well maintained ones up to like the mid 30,000s where you could probably get one for like 9,000. Well i mean those are ago. like some of
0: the i mean those are like the last cars that you could like work on that don't have like a lot of chips and shit in them, you know what i mean? Like now everything has to go through you have to go to a dealership or a mechanic that like, you know, knows how to work on all that stuff and order all your chips. But, like back then, you know, your grandpa was just under there with a fucking wrench, you know. Yeah, <laughs> was
1: <the> you <laughs> to hold the flashlight Yeah. Right.
0: So uh yeah, that's dope. Uh Marco, you got a dream car? Man, um
2: I was always a fan of the uh uh Dodge Charger. Um I think it was like the what year was that one that I used sports to Sports Car Man. Yeah, sports car. I'm not really a, I see, just I just like the look, the sound of the uh
0: I can see Marco riv- riv- rev it up at the stoplight like freaking Dom Toretto, oh, of course. you know? Just like
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even think of that. That's not, oh, actually I I, that is the car oh uh, we
0: need his family we family. just need the foley fam oh
2: we, we need his
3: family <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about you jordan what's your what's your dream wheels
3: honestly like I, I have my dream car right now like i was hoping they would put the jeep truck back into production and i got one in 2020 and i mean dude it's having a truck that you can take the doors and top off of like what, what more do I need?
0: <laughs> <laughs> get a nice cool breeze on those swampy Nebraska summer days. Oh, dude, the
3: fucking breeze up the sack when it's hundred degrees is just absolutely <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Hanging a leg out the door is just like a feeling you never thought you needed. That's great.
0: Oh, <laughs> man. Apologies,
1: to anybody that was looking forward to some exotic cars. I know talk. I that was like get- <laughs> the most four. I don't think you could have gotten four straight more boring answers for no. Dream I cars don't than think those are provided. boring.
0: I think that's awesome. I was about to say like I think no, that, that was the cool. be, I think that was the best dream segment because I think it was just so cool that everybody was like yeah it was we, we either I,
1: I heard so you heard something cool I heard four people who have given up on their dreams of life. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> like I just knew That's Marco true. when he said Dodge he's gonna say Dodge Viper and I was like yeah the Viper was cool he has the Charger though yeah you know, I said my fucking 09 Tacoma with the fucking paint chipping off of it. it's my dream car so I gotta, I gotta give us a th- I'm, I'm gonna step outside and uh, the box and I'm gonna give us a thumbs down on I'm not that, gonna give uh, us a thumbs down, down
0: because question. you know what I'm not I'm not going to hear to actively like crap on anybody that buys like brand new or like luxury vehicles but like dude cars are depreciating AF dude so like to me mm. it doesn't make sense to just ball out and buy like a brand new car. Lease one? Sure. You I- know but to go out and like buy a, a you know some bougie ass like sports car. It's just not for me. If it's for you, that's cool. You but you I know just the, I, I don't make it doesn't make sense to me. The
3: crazy thing you just said is they're depreciating. They are doing the exact opposite. They are appreciating true
0: right now. Yeah, well, yeah my I mean,
1: Tacoma's actually gone up since I bought it, man. True. Uh but in general though, we're in, in, we're we're in strange times right we're, now. We're
0: yeah, we're we've been in strange in the the last times few years. Yeah. yeah, we're in the end of times yeah <laughs> exactly which is why everybody's like trying to get the shit that you can work on because they're like damn dude i'm not gonna be able to freaking afford to take the shit to a mechanic anymore
1: but no it's it's definitely something to be said for just being content with what you have so good question
0: all right sam bro how crazy is it that in 2023 double j is still in the best segments so gotta
1: be honest with you i didn't know that he was in the best segment
2: <laughs> damn
1: i haven't been i haven't not i haven't been seeing the segments that were the best i've been seeing some of the funny stuff he's done yeah but- It is cool that he's still staying relevant. I'm a little bit disappointed that two pay-per-views in a row, Double J's fighting for the tag belts.
3: Mm. Yeah, old slap nuts doesn't need to be in the tag picture right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Zach Hertzler uh, with with a food question. What's on the menu for this weekend of wrestling? We haven't come up with a menu yet. We didn't come up with our food plan for this wrestling.
3: Grilled cheese and ranch dressing.
0: That's on Zach's menu. You got Lots the brand new
3: Blackstone out there, man. Like,
1: you need to come up with something you can cook up for us, dude.
0: I know. Oh, I don't even think I mentioned. Yeah, I got a I got a Blackstone for Mother's Day. I felt like middle class dad as fuck, dude. I Why was don't like, we do
1: the? Uh, you could do some redneck fajitas.
0: Yeah, we could do that. Could
3: we work, got one some too, sausage and you know. That's funny. We got <laughs> Which, one too.
0: Uh, they, Which Ari one did hit you guys up. get? Ari, yeah, Ari said she's like, we know, need to swap recipes. I know,
3: my,
1: I know, my boy, dude. You you got the one that's got like the air fryer built into uh, no, it no, with no, like no, three no. different levels of shelves.
3: No, no, just just a normal thirty six inch. I, I I don't need all the air fryers and that's stuff. Yeah, we got. Yeah, that's yeah. What we did you
1: get got. it at Walmart?
3: Uh, Sam's Club. Okay.
1: Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. It was on sale at Walmart. It was cheaper. I I was me and Brett was going because we was gonna surprise Sheena for Mother's Day. Shout out to Ace. We love you, know, we love the Ace here in Oakland, but they, they were proud of their shit, dude. It was cheaper for me to go get the thirty six inch griddle at Walmart than it was to get the twenty eight inch at Ace.
3: You always yeah. got to get those extra eight inches for less money, <laughs> no. especially, especially for Mother's Day. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, splurge for the extra eight inches. Splurge
0: for the extra eight inches. I don't know. I don't know what's on the menu. I'll I'll, I'll put it in that whenever. Big redneck
3: fajitas.
1: I think I just saw it. Well, Maybe we'll do redneck
0: fajitas. Yeah, Jordan, Marco, you guys got anything on your uh, Memorial Day menus? Nope. Hot dogs, burgers. Uh, well, yeah,
2: no, we'll be. I'll be at a. Uh, uh barbecue slash cookout whatever you want to call nice. it on sunday so um which will be well it's at my buddy so he'll have uh he'll have all the wrestling on uh on repeat all night long so we won't be missing out on that but yeah just having some barbecue food
3: down in some blizzies.
2: yeah of
0: course. <laughs> yeah eight inch glizzies yeah.
3: Gotta joking. <laughs> joking. <laughs> two at the same time, uh, I'm just swallowing glizzies. Two
0: glizzies, one bun. Uh,
3: I never forget
1: my favorite part of me and Jordan's weekend trip to Debbie Always Ready. We're at the concession stand. Jordan gets two hot dogs. The little chick goes to hand to him, and he says, "No, can you put some nacho cheese on those?" Dude,
0: you've told you've told me multiple times how genius that was of Jordan. No, freaking that
1: was freaking I was jealous when I got line. Yeah, yeah. he's
0: like, why didn't I think of that, dude?
1: Just slathered in nacho cheese, <laughs> yeah. Just, like so golden and gooey.
0: <laughs> Tony Barker, what is your favorite way to cook? Baking, grilling, air frying, etc. I mean,
1: in general, if something can be grilled, that's typically yeah. going to be the best way. To yeah,
0: Um I don't know about that, dude. I will take I will take a seared steak in a cast iron. Over a grilled steak, almost any day of the week, dude. Mm-hmm. I feel like you get a much crispier, buttery sear. I feel on. like it
1: needs to be somebody that knows what they're doing, though, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I feel like that requires a higher level of skill than just don't. I mean, it on I got, grill. I
0: got skills, dog. You yeah, that's what, what I'm mean? saying.
1: But I'm just, I'm saying for general purpose, dude. Average people, they're just thinking, what's the best way I could, what's the best way I could make this taste good? Probably throwing it on the. I've eaten a lot of bet. people's
0: grilled food, and a lot of people like it's like dry and like. <laughs> Yeah, not not for me, dude. There's a lot of people out there that don't know how to grill for shit. I'm I'm Dang. I'm no Chick I'm fully just,
1: shoots hard on grillers. Damn. I'm just
0: I'm one of them. I'm not a I'm not a proficient griller, dude. Like I'm always like like. I can't just relax when I'm grilling something on a grill. I'm like right there watching it like the whole time. Like well, I can fire. never just relax because yeah. I'm always like, I'm going to overcook this shit or like, it's going to get too done on one side. Like I'm not a very proficient griller. I have lots of friends that are excellent freaking grillers. Our friend Jesse in Hawaii has like six different types of fucking grills that he grill shit on and like, you know, smokes stuff on and does the whole nine. Um, and it's always excellent. But I would just say a good old fashioned, like cast iron or like a braise. Like I love like a good braised meat like throw that bitch in a dutch oven on low and slow and like with some broth and like just let it get super like tender like oh Mm. delish what about what about you jordan any any favorite way to cook
3: I, i always prefer grilling i just think grilling always reminds me of like summer and warm temperatures and stuff and there is nothing better than a grilled glizzy like during summer. Grill up oh, I
0: love a grilled hot dog. Yeah. Grill grilled hot dogs are superior to any other any other forms of hot dogs. Well, hold on.
3: Ballpark sure. hot dogs are still the best hot dogs ever. Like what about roller yeah. dogs, dude? No, well, I mean, that's the same thing, really. Like ballpark hot dogs yeah, yeah. really are roller hot dogs, but there's just something about going to a baseball game or football game, whatever, and getting a hot dog and it, it just it's different it hits different yeah somebody going to 7 11 at 2 in the morning and getting a hey hot dog. man what about those hot dogs i waited in line for two hours for at SummerSlam? those things hit different <laughs> dude
0: those things hit i was needing that freaking hot dog when jordan came with those hot dogs down the stairs i was like already half asleep i was like dude thank you for this freaking hot dog soak up some of this freaking beer <laughs> i've been drinking um tony barker what did you guys think of the NWO retros that just started shipping out from ringside? Did you add them to your collection?
1: They were great. Yeah, I think that they were definitely the best since the line is relaunched. Possibly the best Mattel retros they have yeah. done. I got I got no gripes with those figures.
3: Why was the shipper so damn small? It was tiny, dude. dude.
0: So, Brett, we were out in the front yard playing um, with the kids, and when she came by and dropped, the the mail lady came by and dropped him off. Brett went out there to get the freaking box, and he brought it back, and it said ringside collectibles, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what could this possibly be? Because it was like the tiniest, thinnest little shipper I've ever seen in my life. And uh, when I opened it up and saw it was the retros, I was like, wow, dude. Like, talk about efficient packing. Yeah, was cool. mm Mm-hmm. Zach Herzler Ice cream sandwiches or popsicles Marco Damn
2: Um, I'm an ice cream sandwich guy I love a good ice cream sandwich. Yeah, really Popsicle. popsicles,
1: dude. Popsicles gives you such a more wide variety of of different items. Bro, man. you
0: you never met the Schwann man then, because the Schwann man has like thirty different varieties of ice cream sandwiches. Yep. Dude.
1: I mean, how different could you get? It's dude, always they, just like a chocolate cookie with vanilla ice cream in the middle. No, they Whoa. got strawberry
0: ones. Like they got vanilla cookie with like strawberries on Bro. the ice cream on the inside. They got Rocky Road. They got like moose tracks ones they got like they got freaking like dipped ones like you can get a dipped fucking um ice cream sandwich or it's like totally dipped in chocolate popsicles
3: ice cream sando all the way
0: that's what i'm talking about i mean i'm no shade to popsicles i love a good popsicle on a hot day but you know ice cream sandwiches are supreme david brooks do you think aew will institute multiple world champs with the split i
1: hope not man i mean i would put nothing past them. with as convoluted as this whole situation's got but I'm I'm hoping this whole thing about it being a brand split is even fake, man. But if it is, I don't know. I could possibly see them doing it just because they're like, "Hey, WWE's got got two world champs, you know," and they definitely got this kind of like low key inferiority complex going, so they might feel like they need two world champs also. And
0: I hope not. Too. You know, they're
1: not shy about rolling out some new belts in AEW, but I, I hope they don't, man. The mm-hmm. AEW World is still pretty dang prestigious, and I think it would take away from that.
0: It would definitely take away. And AEW already has so many other belts on TV all the time. I feel like that. Yeah, they don't need any more.
3: Yeah. Big gold is is prestigious because there's no short title reigns in that Belt's lineage. Mm -hmm. Like there's no reason to muddy up AEW with another world title.
0: Preach. Sam Rosenthal. Why do you think what do you think about Jade's Okay, let me read this again. Why do you think about 45 of Jade's 60 wins were straight-up jobber squash matches? Protecting her is one thing, but kind of making the latest wins lame or pointless, no? 60-0 and was, what, a one-minute match versus a name you won't remember?
1: We're not going to slander Jade Cargo on this podcast. Yeah, no, definitely not. I I don't know if anybody else has anything to add, but that's one thing we ain't going to do. No, I,
3: I just think, dude, a lot of it is, you can say whatever you want about the people she's wrestled. She is still really young and new to wrestling, so I don't mind it just because she she needs all the work she can get, dude. I mean, we're not going to slander her at all, but I I just feel like it doesn't matter to me at all. I just I I want her to keep winning.
0: Yeah, it's part of the
1: gimmick at this point. I, I know what you're saying, man. It'd be great to see her. She's ready. It feels like it's definitely time. I think if this if they're still doing this, um, two or three months from now, I I'll probably have a little bit more of a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it right now, though. Yeah,
0: yeah Brett kind of Brett Charo kind of contributed in uh, to the conversation and said, you know, I see it more as protecting everyone else from her. She can beat the big names, but if she beat them several times, then it would what would be the point of the main event women's title be? So
3: mm-hmm. I kind of
0: feel that too. Like you know, if she's beating the freaking champ, then yeah, you know, or are all the women that are like you know in line to be champ, then it really kind of takes away from that title too. So, yeah. We love Jade Cargo. What was you
1: gonna say, Jordan? About? Oh, I thought you like you was about to say something. No, just I just I feel like I feel like Jade's kind of in. Uh, she's in just a little bit of a holding pattern right now, yeah. man. I think Montez Ford's got some of the same things going on on over on WWE. Different situation, but same kind of vibe. Like dude's clearly been ready to break out from the the tag team scene for a while now, and I think they're just waiting until the creative lines up. And I think the same thing for Jade. I think you know TK for all his faults, he definitely knows a good storyline when he's got one and he knows it's going to be money when they do Jade's like elevation to the main event scene. So I think they're just waiting to kind of for the kind of some of the traffic to clear out and kind of just, you know, give some time to let that story blossom.
0: Brett Sharrow says, haven't been as active on here because I've been on vacation this week and I've been trying to enjoy time with the family. Hope you're all doing well. What is your favorite vacation you all have been on? I'll start with Marco. Marco, what's your favorite vacation?
2: Dang, Uh probably, probably New Orleans WrestleMania Thirty.
0: Oh, that's a good that was, one.
2: That was a great time.
0: I've heard. I, I mean, I've I've known. I know people, multiple people, who went to that WrestleMania weekend, and they said it was one of the best times of their life. They're like, New, they're like, New Orleans is. A Freaking wrestling city, dude. Like oh, yeah. Scott Toon, I, I, I've heard Scott Toon no less than 100 times talk about how he wants um, mania there every three years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he know, wants it, mania in really, New Orleans every three years. He's like, it's the perfect mania city. It
2: is, yeah. It's definitely like, you know, just the obviously the amount of people there, um, just the, the festivities. Like it, it, yeah, it's you get to drink every day, which was pretty awesome. You get to see wrestlers just walking around all over the place, too. You get to I mean, yeah, it was, it was great. It's a good time. It's,
0: it's, it's definitely a a party place and I just, I love how compact everything is. So, um, speaking of Scott Toon, I do want to give a shout out to our buddies over at Fully Posable. You can check out their podcast every Sunday. Um, all the action figure talk you could imagine. So definitely check out our friends, uh, good friends from Fully Posable on wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, Jordan, what's your favorite vacation?
3: Hawaii, February, 2017. Aww. not even a question. Dude, <laughs> Zoe was four years old. It was just I mean, that's just like one of the most memorable vacations ever. Um the day, on, the day that on Waimanalo was like uh, that was just a top five <sighs> day overall. It was just an unreal day. It was newly pregnant.
0: I was, I was newly pregnant. <laughs> there, dude, yeah. there was
3: just a lot of like I mean, obviously the Super Bowl happened during that trip, so we won't talk about that. I mean, that. the
0: fact that the Falcons even made it to the Super Bowl and you guys got to be there for it, it though. I mean, cool. that was still cool. I you mean, know?
3: dude, we got to... We are bonded by trauma. I, yeah. I got to <laughs> go with bond. you guys when you guys made your announcement about being pregnant. Pregnancy That was announcement. awesome. Me and Seth, yep. we all sat on the beach. The uh, Y Medallo of the day. Matt Ryan won the MVP. Um, Sheena took us to the North Shore multiple times. At, eight, at That Cajun guy, like, I don't oh, know, man. That, that Cajun
0: guy—it's not even there anymore. Jordan, they—he they, had to move off island, man. Oh, that trip yeah. was—that
3: trip was unreal. That was just, yeah, just an unreal trip.
0: Went to cool ranch. Did like the the, the tour Jurassic there. Park, yeah. Dr- yeah. Oh, that was that was memorable. I would have to say, my favorite is also Hawaiian vacation. Uh, we lived in Hawaii, but we we island hopped over to the island of Kauai and
1: weekend Kauai it was a blast it
0: was just magical we took brett was like what like 18 months a year old and change yeah that that
1: old. he was like a year and it was october it was october yeah so, so he was, a was like two a
0: year and two months old um we took brett and it was just so chill it was like we, we had a hotel like right on the beach there was a like our pool had like a little like swim up bar situation Kauai is just unreal like if you've phew, I can't even explain it. The, the natural beauty there is just unlike anything I've ever seen before. And I lived on Hawaii for six years. So, uh, yeah, that vacation in 2018 to Kauai was my favorite.
1: All right. That wraps up listener mail for this week. Thank you guys for, uh, hitting us with all the great questions to get the conversation going. Want to remind you guys, check out all of our pod foundation family at coming down the aisle, turnbuckle tavern and extra cooler show. Uh, Just, you know, really just a great, well-rounded collective of wrestling podcasts. Use code Chick-Foley to save 10% at Ringside Collectibles. And find all things Chick-Foley, including access to our Patreon-exclusive Facebook group at ChickFoley.com. It's time for the trivia question challenge. I'm going to try to get another record-breaking streak going. Hit me with it, Sheen.
0: At the 1992 SummerSlam, okay. who was Crush's opponent?
1: Oh, demolition explodes. It was Repo Man.
0: Repo Man. Yep.
1: Nice. Damn. That was that was right <laughs> in my wheelhouse. Dude. I knew
0: I knew when it's like nineteen ninety two. Ninety to a...
1: ninety seven, I'm in there, dude. Attitude Era, a lot of the events start to run together and it gets tricky. But ninety to ninety seven, yeah, that that's cakewalk, man. All right. That wraps up another great show. Sheena, hit us with some closing thoughts as we head into Memorial Day weekend.
0: I want everybody out there to enjoy your Moral Day weekend. If you have a long weekend, spend it doing something that you love, something you know that you enjoy, something that brings you, brings you happiness. Uh, be safe out there and um, watch the Vanderpump Rules reunion, which oh is what I'm going to do tomorrow. Oh
3: my God. <laughs> Gross.
0: I can't believe you guys even had me here tonight on the night of the Vanderpump Rules reunion show. <laughs>